a vision without action is just a dream. Action without vision just passes the time, but vision and action can change the world. Welcome to the Unlocking Happiness Podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. Collectively, our community builds a better world. I believe life is made up of moments. We have short moments, long moments, good moments, and bad moments. We make sure that all of your life moments are filled with meaning and joy. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on the internet's happiest podcast. Now let's unlock happiness. Hello, all you crazy happy people out there. My name is Amy Dix, and I am your host for another episode of Unlocking Happiness. Today, we have Paola Connect, who is a certified leadership, transformational, and self-development coach. She offers insights from 15 years of work in leading-edge global corporations, and she also has her latest book out, The Success Mindset, Take Back the Leadership of Your Mind. Welcome to the show, Paola. Thank you, Amy. I'm (laughs) so happy to be here with you today. Oh, so happy to have you here. So, you know, I love this whole idea of um, success and basically how we get it wrong, right? Like, we, we use this word, we overuse this word, but yet... Um, maybe we should reframe the way that we think about success. So we're going to get into that. Um, And I also want to know, you currently physically are in Switzerland. You were born in Mexico. Uh, Take us like from that path, from Mexico to Switzerland and how you ended up where you are today. (laughs) Right. So actually, it's not such a long path. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I studied, uh, I mean, I was born and raised in Mexico. Uh, and after finishing my studies there, uh, I, by the way, I, st- uh, I started as an engineer. So really looks like far off from what I'm doing today. <laughs> but uh, you will see that at the end, it is not that crazy that uh, I'm not so different. But um, yes, I always had the dream to travel around the world. So for me, it was natural to think that after finishing my studies, I was going to go somewhere else to study a master's degree. So I was considering many other countries. Of course, the first one was Spain or Latin America, just language-wise, it's just easier, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I got an offer from uh, a university in Switzerland to do my master's degree here. And I, at the beginning, I thought, oh my God, Switzerland. First of all, I have to locate it in the map because I'm not so (laughs) sure. (laughs) And secondly, what the language there, I had no clue back then. Uh But then I did some research, uh, center of Europe, multicultural, multilanguage, then it started to get interesting and based on you know different options I decided to take the hardest path to say (laughs) and to come to Switzerland to study my master's. Amazing story you know I think as we talk about success and we get into that a little bit this is such an interesting kind of parallel because if you think about like, okay, I'm going to be successful, however we define that, and I'm going to have you define it here in just a moment, but however one defines that, usually the hardest path is not the way <laughs> that that somebody initially takes, right? And so for you to go into a country, 
learn the language as you're getting your master's. Like, first of all, I want to honor you. I think that that's amazing. I think it's so cool. People who know more than one language and really embrace it. So I know for myself, and we've talked about it on the show so many times, but you know, my boyfriend's from Ecuador. So his first language is Spanish and his family's first language is Spanish. And, you know, they're always asking, when are you going to learn Spanish? (laughs) Uh, So, but I always really honor my boyfriend too, for knowing, like he, he came over when he was maybe like in middle school in New York and how he just, it, it just all, you know, he's just embraced it. He didn't know a single English word. And here, here he is in school learning and learning English and, you know, thriving through that. So Congratulations. Uh, I honor you. I don't know if congratulations is the right word, but I think that that is amazing and should be recognized. So great job with that. And um, so you did take the hard path. And so let's relate this to success a little bit. Do you feel like your success is was tied because you took the harder path? Like, what would your success look like if maybe you took the path of least resistance? I see success, you know, following what you really want to do. And sometimes it's difficult to confront yourself because often what we really want seems to be the hardest path. When you say, I want to travel the world, but then you look at your budget and say, okay, I, I, no way I can do that right now. So no way. So the first thing we do is, okay, it's a uh, discard. I cannot do that now. So let's uh, do something else or let's, aim for a smaller goal. Instead of traveling abroad to the world, I will just go to the next state or or next bike country. So yes, I associate success with really um, being that honest with yourself and saying, okay, what what do I really want to do? What is my dream? Uh, Without thinking, how will I get there first? I mean, of course that will come later, And sometimes the path just opens up as when you do the first step. So sometimes you just take the decision and that's enough. You do the first step. It can be a little one. And then uh, once you progress, you will uh, get the next steps sorted out. And then um, when you look back after a while, you'll say, whoa, I really did it. I have no clue how, but here I am. So... I do believe that, yes, um, the hard path often means it's hard because you really want it and you're afraid to take the step. And the easy path is mainly I don't want to work on it. I prefer to stay where I am, but I might not reach that dream. Mm. So you kind of kind of rolling into this, you say that the word success actually can be harmful. Why do you say it can be harmful or the way people view success? When I say it can be harmful, I'm referring to other people's definition of success. So we have to be careful when we hear success. What does it mean for me? And the harm comes that when, I mean, obviously when we are born, we are already uh, surrounded and influenced by so many people things and people and environmental culture, everything, that sometimes we unconsciously form a view of success that maybe is not ours. Maybe it's just what we heard all the time, like the classic, 
study, get a job, a corporate job, and go through the career ladder and uh, do savings. And, you know, it's like step by step. What is the definition of success in, in the society you are grown up? And I say it's harmful when it does not fit with your own values and your own beliefs. Mm. So you, I, I love the conversation of values um, because I think this is kind of like the first step that many people need to take in understanding not only success, but how to show up more meaningful in the world. So let's take a step back. Like, how does somebody go? I think if I ask somebody, like, what do you value? So I think most people will be able to answer the question. But how do you go deeper in that? Like, if I if I ask you, you know, what do you value? Or if you're trying to get to the root of what your values are, what would you say your values are? So the path towards finding your own values, yes, I agree. It can get uh, tricky because um, they also change over time. Maybe the values I believed were at my core in the beginning are not the same as uh, 20 years from now, you know? So how do I get deeper into that? Or how do I recognize the values that uh, hold true to me today, for example? It's just by uh, being honest with yourself and have an honest, honest look at it. It's called self-awareness and it's difficult to do because you don't like to spend time with yourself alone. For you to really reflect on your actions, on your thoughts, who you really are, it requires that you basically get a bit away from the influences. To sit alone by yourself, to have reflection time, some people do meditation, others walk alone in the nature. The important thing, thing is here that you really take the time that you alone with yourself, not with the iPhone, not uh, at the, <laughs> watching Netflix, you know, that's not time alone. That's, you're giving your mind away to distraction. That's what it means. So what I recommend often to, to my clients and to, to everybody actually is just sit in silence for a while. And another tip is journaling. Mm. Uh, and not journaling in the style of their diary today, I went to the cinema and I had popcorn. <laughs> no. But really write about yourself. How do you felt uh, at certain situations? Why did you feel like this? What is what you really want? You know, really reflecting who am I? What do I want to achieve? Uh, what is the meaning of my life? Really go deep in that. So the profoundness of your question will trigger your thought process to really start looking at the answer. Just want to finish off with going back to the topic of values. As soon as you do that, you will recognize your values. Yeah. You know what you stand for. I could say I stand for truth and I stand for doing something meaningful to society. And that's how what drives all my actions and my thoughts. As we look at kind of your, do you talk about values in your book? Yes, I have a, whole section is the second pillar where I help you actually to recognize it's it's you know at the end it's like looking at the infrastructure of a building when you look at that and you do this metaphor towards how we construct our personalities the key values or the core values are always the foundation of your behavior your action yes and your goals 
Yeah. You know, I oftentimes think when we see people behave a certain way, you know, I just, I go back to their values. Like, well, they obviously don't value X, Y, Z. And that's why they're acting like ABC, right? And on a positive note too, like when you see certain things act out or kindness kind of act out, it's like, okay, well, they really value kindness or or thoughtfulness. And so I think sometimes in understanding people, we have to, instead of, as you say, like the building, looking at just like the building, the outside of that person, it's really understanding what their values are. And then that will help you understand who they are as a person, which also, you know, helps with relationships, connections, all the things. And even though we don't all value the same thing, doesn't make somebody right or wrong, right? So just because somebody values something different than you doesn't make them wrong. It just means that they don't value the same thing that you value. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. everybody has a free will to choose what they value and fight for it. Yeah. I love that you say that. Like mm-hmm. you get to choose it and you get to fight for it. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah. It's almost like we, we have to fight for happiness too. You know, we, we get to choose it every day and sometimes we have to fight for that to, yeah. to have it play out in our day. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. So what made you write the success mindset? Like, how did you get into this? Why, why was this something of interest to you? Well, it goes even back to childhood. You know, I always was fascinated by this topic of, I always saw people I admired, you know, that reached things that I thought were impossible to reach. And I was always very curious and asked myself, even uh, when I was a child, how this this person came to be the, uh, an artist or a writer, or I admired a lot writers at the time. That's why I became one. Ah, yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, or sport people or, or just, you know, business people that became very successful and others that just stayed where they were or even got worse. And I often question myself, like, why? Why does this happen? What does this person have that the other doesn't? And, and in the beginning, when you shallowly see it, you think, oh, I must be just they are so talented or they have the money or the family or they were lucky. But I kept asking the hard questions, you know, but why? There must be something. Then I started to see examples, read biographies of people that started from zero, that had no money, no influence, nothing but a dream, and they made it happen. Yeah. And people that even is born privileged, but they don't use this privilege or even talented and they don't use it and go down the road in a drug addiction or or they stay mediocre uh, or, you know, there are thousands of examples of both ways. So uh, because I was so fascinated with this topic, I, you know, started to compile those behavioral traits, I started to write them out, but in the beginning was all unorganized, just my thoughts, journaling, a blog here and there. And one day it just came to my mind like, okay, I feel this need to, to share all this, uh, but in an organized way. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many things, many notes, many things on my mind and my dream, as I told you, was to become a writer. So at one point in time, um, 
just came out to me this realization like oh I, you can actually put this together and, in a book and uh, but you know as as everybody in this path you start to question yourself but am i a good writer will people <laughs> like it what if not what if i don't have the time what if what if and then you just that just delays the process but at one point i said you know what that's my dream i'm going for it i'll write it <laughs> i wrote it <laughs> and there you did it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are i love and it here we are yeah yes. what do you think is the one difference between somebody who has a dream and another person who maybe has the exact same dream for the if you were to pinpoint one thing for the pe- person who achieved it versus the person who didn't first of what first of all confidence that you can deliver it. This is number one, really the belief that you can do it. And the second thing is do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, step by step, your first draft will be a mess, will be bad, you know. But as I mentioned in the beginning, you will have along the way steps and you will meet people and you will find the way to, to reach your goal, but you have to stay consistent and you have to believe in the final in the final goal and it's like many people say dream big and uh, think that you can do it and it sounds very shallow but it has a profound meaning because without you thinking it and visualizing it it cannot happen yeah a really nice uh, met it's a, a message on on this on this topic that I, I really like to remind people and, and it helps myself is this say that a vision without action is just a dream. Action without vision just passes the time, but vision and action can change the world. Ah, I love that. I love that. Vision and action can change the world. So you got to have the vision, but you got to take action on it. So yes. what is a dream that you've had that you haven't achieved yet? Well, to write multiple books. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just the beginning. Yes, I'm on the process on a second. So, but uh, yes, I mean, for example, my dream is really to become, um, to, to publish multiple books and to, to grow my business even more and uh, to be able to travel around to spread the message. I'm not saying I have fully succeeded on that because, you know, I think you can always achieve more and more, but I'm going on. I'm on the path. Yeah. Well, I have no doubt that you will achieve what you are on the path to do. And speaking of your business just a little bit, you are the founder of My My Mind Power. And if people want to check that out, it's my-mindpower.com. And there you can learn more about some of the things and transformational coaching and consulting that you do. What is your favorite thing that you get to do every single day? Well, I love to to have workshops. Uh, it can be in small groups or it can be couples or even the one-to-one um, coaching sessions. But I love the group workshops because there, um, the, I think the impact is bigger when we look at uh, deep topics like finding a vision. It's very interesting to see 
the different views people have about it or what are the blockers for going into action. And it's really fascinating to see how from different views, how the workshop develops into a low energy to high energy willing <laughs> to do. And this brings a lot of satisfaction. Awesome. I love so, that. Part of what you say in the book is that saying no can be like your best friend, right? So sometimes on our path to our dream, we have to say no to things. And so why is that important? I believe that no is really, is like um, a guidance to you. No sets priorities. And when you know how to say no, you're setting priorities. And also um, that's one side of it. Um, It's difficult to say no. You want to be a nice person, you want to be social, you want to help everybody. Right. But to learn to say no is to learn to give yourself the right priorities. And when you learn to do that and be assertive with your answer, people will also respect you. So they will not just uh, call you for uh, shallow things, but they know your time is valuable. You value your time. So you know that when you're going to help them is because it's really meaningful for you and for them at the end, because they really get that quality from you. That's so great. I love that you said it that way. They really get that quality from you because I think, you know, you can continue to say yes to things, but are you really serving yourself or serving the people in the manner that is, you know, your best? Like, are you showing up for you as your best? So I like that you say it that way. Um, Where can people find a copy of your book? It's available on Amazon. So that's uh, worldwide. So that's the easiest way other in local bookstores in Switzerland, but that's a bit more difficult for you guys in the U.S. <laughs> so Just the fly best... to Switzerland. Go get her book. <laughs> so easiest way, Amazon, and it's available in paperback version and online uh, with the Kindle version and Kindle yeah. Unlimited as well. Awesome. So again, the title of the book is The Success Mindset. Paola, thank you so much for being on the show. I have one last question for you, and it's a two-part question. It's the same question I ask every single guest, and Mm -hmm. it's this. First part of the question is, if you only had seven more days left to live, what would you do? Read and write and Ah. spread the world. (laughs) I love it. So, and if you only had seven more days left to live and all we had was your voice, what's the last bit of advice that you would want to give the world? Really do what you're meant to do. Don't mm. wait any longer. What you feel in your heart does the right thing. Don't question it. It's born in nature. You're designed to feel what you're feeling there inside in your heart. So just do it. Don't wait any minutes. <laughs> All right. You heard it. As soon as you get done with this podcast, go put the wheels in motion and go follow that path. Paola, thank you so much for being on Unlocking Happiness with us today. Thank you, Amy. What's a wonderful thought. Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to Unlocking Happiness. I hope you love the show. And if you did, post a link to your social media, tag a friend, and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Help spread more happiness in the world by leaving us a review. If you would like to learn more about what we do, visit choose-happy.me. And if you want to be a future guest, 
click on the podcast tab to see if you can be our next guest. Or if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Unlocking Happiness with Amy Dix. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs ups, reviews, and ratings go a long way to help promote the show and mean the world to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose dashhappy.me or join our Facebook group called The Happiest Group on Facebook. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix and we will see you next time.